Our last few plant milk reviews have had such fantastic reviews that today we thought it was time to take a closer look at one of ours, and when I say ours, Leanne's (laughs) favourite plant milks, which is soy. And we've taken a close look at three very popular different kinds of soy milk that you can find in the Aussie supermarkets. Hi, I'm Susie Burrell. And I'm Leanne Ward. And as two of Australia's leading dietitians, we bring you the Nutrition Couch Product Review, a weekly chat on new products and old favourites that you can find in supermarkets. Now, Leanne, we thought it was time to do a whole milk section. And of course, you have put your hand up to not only do the plant milk write-ups, but particularly soy, because I know that that is your choice of when we go for coffee, that's your order. And you've chosen some good ones. And, and on an episode, normally we would take turns at running through it. But I'm up in Brisbane actually visiting Leanne and I don't have my normal tech with me. And I literally cannot see these labels. <laughs> They're so small. <laughs> so Leanne is going to take over and, and take us through. And I will just chirp in with very valuable comments as we go. All right. Well, the first one I think I'll say um, is probably the most popular, the one that I always see clients gravitate towards or the one that I would say is in the media a lot. And it's the Bonsoy Long Life Soy Milk. So this one is in a one liter UHT pack and it's $4.80. So it's very pricey, like nearly $5. And it very rarely comes in sale from what I've seen. So I wouldn't exactly say that it was very affordable for a lot of people, but I do know it's very popular. So I thought we'd start with this one today, Susie. And when we go through the ingredient list, it starts with filtered water, followed by organic whole soy beans, minimum of 14%, followed by tapioca syrup, sea salt, jobs, tear, and calcium carbonate. Now there's two interesting ingredients in there, one being tapioca syrup. And I think people gravitate towards this one because there's no easily visible sugar on the label. But what a lot of people don't realize is that the tapioca syrup is actually sugar. And the jobs tier, I must be completely honest, I had to Google, I was like, what is jobs tier and what is it doing in soy milk? So apparently it's a grain and it's a cereal plant that's native to Southeast Asia. And the grain is like a soft hulled grain. It's dried out and then it's sold. And so they use it in things like jewelry and some food products as well. So I'm guessing it contributes to a little bit of maybe the texture of the soy milk. Maybe it makes it blend easier. I'm not entirely sure what it's doing in there, but I imagine it's probably only a very small amount. And there is a little bit of calcium fortification happening, but it's not a huge amount when we go through the nutrition panel. So this is quite weird because I've never really seen a plant-based milk that does, or any sort of milk, milk or plant-based milk that doesn't have a serving size of 250 mils. Like this one's 200 mils, which I find very unusual. Have you ever seen that before? No, but I do wonder because I think bonsoi comes from overseas, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. So I think that's got to do with a little bit of the change in in values. And I guess we should say that soy milk is probably closest nutritionally to cow's milk. It's just a plant-based source. So when we look at the nutritional profile, it's quite different from the previous two that we've looked at. Um, when we looked at oat and almond milk, certainly um, when we're trying to replicate the nutritional profile of cow's milk and dairy, soy is a lot closer nutritionally, but it is a bit out of fashion at the moment, isn't it, soy? I haven't had clients say they're using soy for ages. Well, I'm bringing it back, Susie. Bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> bringing it back, baby. So should I convert it to 250 mils? I don't really want to compare it via 100 mils because no offense, no one really has 100 mils of milk. Most people would have a standard cup of milk if they're making a coffee. Okay. Yeah. Convert it. Okay. So basically what we're going to do is I'm going to try my best to convert it with my calculator in hand because I must admit mass is not my strong point. So we've got roughly 600 kilojoules per serving. So per 250 mils, which is on average about just about 145 calories. Protein wise, we have about 10 grams of protein per serve, which we would expect in a soy milk because soy is naturally higher. 
And then fat-wise, we've got about five and a half grams of fat with very low saturated fat under a gram of saturated fat. Now, carbohydrate, we have nearly 14 grams of carbohydrate per cup with about five and a half grams of sugar per cup as well. So that is some of that is added sugar from the tapioca syrup as well. Now, they have actually listed dietary fiber in here as well, which you're getting from the soybeans that are added in here. And dietary fiber is three and a half grams per cup. So that's actually quite a lot in something like a plant-based milk. They've actually also listed potassium as well, which I find interesting. And potassium per cup is 350 milligrams. And calcium, I'm not loving Susie because it's quite low. It's only 63 milligrams per cup, which I just think, I don't know, in my mind, I'm like, why bother? <laughs> well, I think it's it's interesting because when we look at the Australian plant-based milks, if they do contain calcium, they do tend to have that massive 200, 300 milligrams, you know, a really decent serve. And I do wonder, it because this product, I'm going to look up where it comes from, is not a, a local product and perhaps overseas the demand for that fortification is not so high because bonsoy has had that level of calcium as long as I've been a dietitian. It's always had a little bit, but just not so much. Mm. It's calcium carbonate, so it's probably not our ideal preferred type of calcium when it comes to absorption factors. It's sort of relatively insignificant, you know what I mean? Like you're getting a little bit as you would from a serve of legumes, but it's certainly not replicating a dairy milk by any way, shape or form. Um, You know, the soybean quantity is similar across the board in terms of amounts, but I think my understanding of bonsoy fans is it's a flavour thing. Mm. They Mm. love the taste. Mm. There's something that tastes amazing. Do you think... It has that distinct taste and flavor because of the like the sweetness that's added. Yeah, I think so. I think it's one of the higher sugar um, varieties on the on the market. Not by anything extravagant, but it's definitely got a couple of extra grams in some of the other brands. So I will admit, like it tastes good. I, I definitely frequent cafes that use bonsoy as their preferred soy milk of choice, and I must admit, it does make a really nice coffee. But when I'm someone that uses soy milk on a regular basis, like I would. Some days have one to two cups of milk if I was having a bit of cereal, having it in my porridge, making a smoothie, then having it in my coffee as well at home. So I definitely preference another brand, which is A, a lot more affordable and B, actually has the required calcium in there for me, particularly when I was pregnant and breastfeeding as well, because that's something, a nutrient that we really want to watch out for is calcium. Um, So this isn't my top pick. I definitely, I don't think I've ever recommended this for clients, Susie, um, but I must say it does taste nice and I don't mind it occasionally in, you know, in my local coffee shop. <laughs> Bonsoi was the first modern Japanese soy milk to arrive in Australia. Oh, there you go. So it's Japanese. I think it's it is Australian, but they're modelling it on a Japanese profile. Yeah, the factory is in Victoria. Well, there you go. It's local. So it's it's basically seems to be replicating a Japanese recipe. Or they sourced the organic soybeans from the US and from Canada. That's why it's got the claims about GMO on there because I think that you know Americans are very concerned about GMO. Yeah, and I think this product does get exported. I think yeah, okay. you can buy bonsoi around the world. Yeah, very interesting. But I've always wondered if it was that was why the calcium levels would remain low. But obviously they're following a very distinct formula. And if it's not broken, you don't have to fix it. And it's such a popular mm-hmm. type of milk. Um, but nutritionally, I wouldn't probably recommend it one because it's way too expensive, mm-hmm. like $4.80 for a litre mm-hmm. for families. That's, that's up there. And um, I like any kind of soy to have some decent calcium. But, you know, if you love it and occasionally have a you know, cafe coffee, but it wouldn't be on my list of ones that I would recommend people buy just based on the calcium alone. Mm, agreed. And we don't like we don't love added sugar to milk. You know what I mean? Like it's not ideal. 
And then the second one I've gone for is the Pure Harvest Organic Soy Unsweetened. So I must say that the majority of soy milks on the market or found in supermarkets are sweet. It's actually very rare to find an unsweetened one. I had to really go hunting today, Susie. So I hope our listeners appreciate this one. It's actually very affordable. So at Woolworths at the moment, it's retailing for $2 for the UHD for the one litre. Um, and it's an Australian made and owned company as well. So I was quite impressed with this one. And looking at the ingredient list, it's pretty good. It's filtered water. It's organic whole soybeans, minimum of 15%. Um, organic sunflower oil, plant cal- calcium and sea salt. Um, and so, it's, you know, it's got a pretty clean ingredient list. Per serving, which is 250 mils, so a standard cup size, unlike the bonsoi, is 500 kilojoules per serving, 7.5 grams of protein, 8.5 grams of fat. So this is a higher fat soy milk compared to some of the others on the market because of the addition of the oil. Um, And I'll talk about that in a second. So 8.5 grams of total fat, 1 gram of saturated, 3.8 grams of carbohydrate, 2 grams of sugar, um, that's naturally occurring sugars, and less than a gram of dietary fiber and 38 milligrams of sodium and 300 milligrams of calcium. So that's exactly what we want to see. And I just realized, Susie, I think the dietary fiber, I thought that was all coming from the soybeans. I actually think that's that jobs tier. They've added that perhaps for the taste, but also that's got to contribute to the fiber profile because it has a very similar amount of soybeans per cup. So this is less than a gram and the other one's close to three grams, they must be getting some sort of fiber out of that job's tier because it is a, a, a grain. And I guess it would also give the consistency. Yeah. You know, I think one of the things about soy milk is that it's, it's thicker and it, it sort of has that mouthfeel, you know what I mean? So I'm wondering if that's where that comes into it as well. It's a bit unique in that sense, whereas some of the others will be very similar formulations. Mm. So perhaps that's the sort of secret ingredient. people love it. But I don't remember seeing that ingredient long term. So whether they didn't declare it or whether it's a new, because I don't remember ever seeing that before on a label. I don't either. And I looked it up today and I thought, what is that? (laughs) So, you know, it would be strange they'd suddenly started to declare it and it would also be strange that they'd started to add it and change the formulation. So these are all questions we're not quite sure of. So if anyone knows the answer, do share it. But I have never, I'm like, you've seen that. And I think if I had seen it on the label before, I would have sort of thought, what is that? So... Mm. Yeah, interesting. Maybe it's like their secret ingredient. It's like the KFC herbs and spice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so this is the Pure Harvest one. I like it because it's got a nice clean ingredient list. Um, It is a higher fat one versus a higher sugar one. So I guess, you know, pick your poison. But I love the addition of the 300 milligrams of calcium per serving. And I love the price point, like $2 for a plant-based milk um, that's high in calcium. I think that's really affordable for a lot of families. It is, but the question I have for you what does it taste like? I haven't. I must admit, I haven't had this one. I must admit, because that's the other thing we don't like to sort of suggest products that don't taste amazing. <laughs> um, and I guess my thoughts would be, well, it might be cleaner, but if it doesn't taste great, mm. but certainly nutritionally, it comes up trumps. Like I just think it's great, mm-hmm. great amount of calcium. It's clean, nutritionally, very very strong. So my only hesitation would be if it's not tasting so amazing. Mm. But certainly, I, it would be a product that I would absolutely recommend. Um, based on the nutritionals and the very clean ingredient list and that great amount of calcium. The only way I would see it being a better product is if they added some vitamin D. But apart from that, I think it's a 9 out of 10 for a soy milk. It's great. Mm-hmm. And it's Aussie made and owned as well, which we love. Of course, we're always going to support local. And the last one, Susie, I'm, I must say I'm a little bit biased. This is the one I personally choose to drink. It's the Vita Soy Soy Milky. So it's a light one. So it's a lower sugar one, um, the lower sugar and sort of the lower fat one as well. So there's a Vita Soy Soy Milky, the normal range is like a dark blue color, then the light version, which is a light blue color. So this one's $2.45 at retails for at Woolworths for the litre. Um, and ingredient wise, we've got filtered water, 
followed by whole soybeans, minimum 14%, raw sugar, so shock horror. The fitness dietitian is drinking a soy milk with some added sugar. (laughs) It's got minerals being calcium phosphate, natural flavor, and some sea salt. So again, a pretty clean ingredient list with the addition of the raw sugar. So it's actually a small amount, I would say, per serving. So it's actually only four grams of sugar per serving, but two of that's natural, two of that's added. So it's not like I'm drinking a huge amount. And I think it's it's perfectly acceptable if you've got a generally a well-balanced diet. And as I said, it is very rare to actually find a soy milk on the market that doesn't have a little bit of added sugar into it. By far, this is one of the lower varieties on the market, but you can absolutely go for the Pure Harvest one, which is no added sugar in it, if that is your choice. But as I said, the Pure Harvest one is higher fat. The soy soy milky light is actually it's lower fat but it's higher sugar so i guess kind of you know pick your poison see what you see what you prefer i preference the lower calorie one with a little bit of added sugar because i personally think it tastes nice <laughs> and i think we should also say you know talking about sugars in in milk so if you have dairy milk it's not added sugar but you're still getting close to eight grams of sugars from lactose per serve so we do tend to go crazy about added sugars in in a milk or a plant-based milk But it should be said that these amounts are relatively insignificant given that that's half the amount that you would get in a dairy-based milk. So you would be splitting hairs to say, right, well, this is giving you four grams of of added sugar in 250 ml, which is sort of just, you know, less than even 2%. It's still less. Now, is it worse because it's added a little bit? But really, it's splitting hairs nutritionally in the big scheme of things. And and my only sort of feedback to clients would be if they were having two, three serves of this per day, whereas then those sugars are adding up to sort of two, three teaspoons. But if you were having a single coffee per day, and that's that's quite a lot of milk in a coffee, Leanne, like mm. 250 ml milk coffee would be quite a large latte. Like most of the smaller cups are giving you 200 and if you're piccolo or even less. So In the grand scheme of a diet, if you're having a soy milk coffee once a day that does have some sugar, I wouldn't be the least bit concerned, particularly if you prefer that flavor to the unsweetened. Of course, if you like the unsweetened, even better. Um, But again, you know, a great amount of calcium. Interesting, they use calcium phosphate um, as opposed to carbonate. And yeah, we'd just love to see a little bit of vitamin D in there. So um, apart from that, like it's a thumbs up. Mm. But I think the the thing with Vitasoy is there's so many different ones. I find it a little bit confusing. There's a protein one. There's a high. There's a higher calcium one as well. Then there's a fiber one and an, a prebiotic and one. All the different ones. Yeah. There's a lot in the range. So you know, definitely you've got to sort of have your glasses on and, and be sure what you're getting because there's a lot of different varieties. And I will say the reason I didn't pick the extra calcium fortified one, which I think someone particularly perhaps our menopausal listeners will be asking me for. It's only 100 milligrams more. I actually had a client who was using it and she was having two cups of milk within about two, three coffees a day. And the calorie load is a lot higher. Like this per cup is 98 calories. The higher calcium one is 160 calories per cup. And if you're doing two or three cups of that per day, she was drinking over 500 calories in her coffees. And for an extra 100 milligrams of calcium, it just wasn't worth it. Where are the calories coming from? What are they putting more sugar in there? That's a lot more calories. You have to look that up. Let's look that up. Yeah, that's a lot Um, more. You look that up and I'll go through the um, nutrition information panel because I haven't done that yet. I'll look it up. That's a lot more calories. But the other thing is 400, this is 300. Yeah, it's not really that much more, is it? No, for 100 milligrams and, you know, an extra 60-something calories, probably not worth it. So average uh, nutrition information per cup, so per 250 mils. So we've got just over 400 kilojoules, which is about 98, so 100 calories per cup, 7.5 grams of protein total. 4.5 grams of fat with 0.8 grams of that being saturated. So very low saturated fat, 
6.2 grams of carbohydrate, something we would consider, you know, a low carbohydrate product per serving, four grams of sugar, two of that being added, two of that being natural, 200 milligrams of sodium. So not insignificant, I guess, and 300 milligrams of calcium, which is exactly what we want to see. So for most, I guess, average Australians, it's, you know, it's a decent serve and it's probably about 30 to 40% of the recommended daily amount of calcium. So if you're someone who doesn't really eat dairy, this is a wonderful product or any plant-based milk that's fortified with, I'd say at least 300 milligrams of calcium is definitely a good thing. So I would definitely recommend the Vitaso one and mm. I would also recommend the Pure Harvest one pending taste. <laughs> Absolutely. So I've just had a quick look. Uh, it's got more fat and so it's like a full fat, you know, seven, eight grams of fat per serve. So almost double the fat, I think of this one or three times mm -hmm. and a lot more sugar, carbohydrate, 14 grams and seven per serve. And the only other benefit is that it's got a vitamin D in it as well. Mm. So I would use this product with my elderly clients who I was worried about their bone health and who needed more calories. So I'm thinking like 70, 80-year-old people who are not having a whole lot and need a lot more nutrition because their appetite's reduced mm -hmm. versus this what you're saying, which is this light one or the unsweetened are much better nutritionally for a, a younger audience who don't need as many calories. So, yeah, and they've put in this one barley flour as well. I'm wondering if it's a consistency and texture thing to try and get it tasting good if they're adding so much stuff to it. Is there a prebiotic mention on the front of the label? Like a gut health mention or a fibre mention? Perhaps that's why they've done it. Uh, no. I don't think so. It's more just calcium plus enriched with calcium, vitamin D, phosphorus and magnesium. It's really targeting bone health. Mm. But you're right, it's a higher calorie product with a lot more fat and, and a lot more sugars relative to the other two you've compared. So that's where it's coming from. But yeah, not insignificant calories, particularly if you were having a few serves a day. So good to know these differences. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. Oh, vitamin A too, actually, in this one. So heavy fortification, vitamin B12. Um, good product for a vegan too. Mm, wonderful. All right. Well, thanks, Leanne, for that review on soy milk. It's your personal favorite. Um, that brings us to the end of the Nutrition Couch product review for another week. If you haven't done so, don't forget to subscribe and tell all your friends about us. The podcast continues to grow. We've recently hit 1.5 million downloads, so we're well on the way to 2 million. And for that, we have to say thank you and keep telling your friends so we continue to grow and bring more and more great episodes. Don't forget we've got our information session available on hormones, gut health and fat loss that you can find on our website, which is thenutritioncouch.com. And we will see you on Sunday morning. Have a great week.